Okay, so this is recording. Uh huh. That's recording. There's a fly in here. Can you see me? You can see me, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can see both of us. You're in charge of the camera. Oh, really? I'm in charge of audio. You're in charge of the camera because you can see the screen. Yeah. Yeah. And I can butt this up. All right. Yeah, we're all good. I think we're ready. Ready to drive to Texas? I am ready to drive to Texas. Here we are sitting down for another in-person awkward <laughs> discussion. <laughs> Just, so, how are uh, you? <laughs> this We can't do like this. This It doesn't feel as, as awkward as last time, though, I have to say. It, really? Yeah. I don't know why. I think because maybe that was... No, that was not true. That was Please hold. Please yeah. hold. Please hold. I can't do this. This is stellar. Stellar podcasting. Where are you going? What are you doing? Hold that. I can't have this half on the carpet and half not. It's fucking with me. Did you make that? Yeah. Those are four tiles on a piece of wood. Wow. It's lasted a while. I have the other piece of wood in uh, the garage. I'm going to make another bigger one so I don't have to do this. Right. Definitely has some wear marks on it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I had the box of tiles. They actually had other tiles in there. Yeah. And uh, the other piece of the four by eight sheet in there. Yeah. Just make another one. That's cool. It cost thirty dollars worth a piece of wood and the floor tiles. Is that more cost effective than buying one? Yeah, especially buying like one of these. Yeah. Those are super shitty. All right. Oh, okay. This fly is gonna bug the shit out of me. Can't it Don't just let go bother away. You. We're not seeing myself. I can see. It's fine. Everything's fine. Recording. In focus. I see the focus box is focusing. Box around your face? I do, yeah. Should we bring the camera closer? We could do that. Yeah, we could do that. This is all news, guys. Oh, that's much better. Is that much better? Yeah. There we go. Oh, perfect. Focus and focus. Yeah, focus and focus. All right, I have some editing to do then tonight. All right, you can see me in here? Yeah, you're good. I'm good. Yeah, you're good. Okay. Awesome. All right. So <laughs> we're we're this ready. Is, this is bad. So so we're sitting here at your house on t- thir- Tuesday, getting ready it to have LST. It is, what time is it? Nine o'clock at night. We had to bust a little mission as soon as I got here to go yeah. to the cabinet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whose bright idea was it Yours. for me to be on Facebook Marketplace today? You know, ever since this Nissan, uh-huh. I never really did Marketplace before this, but ever since this Nissan, I Marketplace is almost open on my computer all the time. Really? Yeah. And there's, it is so smart because once you start looking for something, oh, it will it, show you what you're... Oh. So I started looking for garage cabinets because mm-hmm. I want to, like a kitchen cabinets, like you can buy used kitchen cabinets for cheap and throw them in the garage. Mm-hmm. But I needed a certain depth, so I wasn't finding anything. So this one popped up today. The perfect depth that I needed, it was like perfect height and everything, and I was like, I'm going to go get it. And we had, everything's far from my house. Everything is far. It's, it was, a, it was, I, was I was like low-key looking at the clock. I'm like, I wonder how long this is going to take. It took exactly an hour and a half round trip. <laughs> but luckily we got the trailer loaded first. Yes, that was good because it would have sucked to do that right now. Yeah, that would. And, you know, you know, it's funny because like um, Angie was asking me leading up to today, like when, when actually a few, it wasn't just Angie, a lot of people were in my immediate circle were asking me, like, when are you leaving? And I was like, I'm leaving as early as I can on 
Tuesday. And yeah. they're like, why? Like, because we're planning on leaving tomorrow. Yeah. Like the, the trip starts tomorrow. And, you know, I've done this trip so many times that I realize that any wasted time just puts me here later and later. One year, like it was like a, it was like kind of a slow progression because it was like one year I was like, okay, well the day of I'll wash the truck and get the oil change that ate up half a day. Yeah. You know, and then I didn't get here until, you know, uh, like one o'clock in the morning, your time. Cause also there's an hour difference yep. and that screws with me every single time. So like I would get here at one o'clock and then we would load the trailer and then we would, cause we still have to sit down and talk for like an hour. And that's what I always, that's what I realized with this cabinet. I was like, if we can get in my truck and just talk in my truck, do the initial like, Hey, how's yeah, it going? Yeah, exactly. And like, <laughs> whatever, like we could just do it in the truck while we're driving because yeah. In reality, if we would have not gone and got that cabinet, we would have only started this like maybe 45 minutes ago, an mm -hmm. hour ago. Yeah, because we'd be BSing the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Which and is what we're doing right now. We're just BSing. And things like that you were talking about, like eating up time, people don't realize how much, how long things take. Uh -huh. I do it all the time. I'm like, oh, it's only, it's only 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's 45 minutes once you get in the truck driving to get to that point. But the point, whatever you do before and whatever you do after it, it adds up. Mm -hmm. It's So it's like, yeah, it's changing the oil and stuff. Yeah, that's it. I know. It was, I don't know why I thought I could do that. So when now. Did you get your tires? Did you get those yesterday? Uh, Yeah, yesterday. Am I Monday. still in the frame? Yes, barely. Uh, no, you're there. No, yeah, you're there. Might be a little cut off. I like it, this, though. It was, yeah, it's fine. You're in. It's good. But uh, yeah, I got, so I got my tires yesterday. Yeah. That was the conversation we were having last week yeah. was, was the tire thing. So I finally bucked up and just got them. And uh, so we did that yesterday. Yeah. And, and then like, I, I, now that we've done this so many times, I've made sure that like come Tuesday morning, it's like, there's nothing to do. Yeah. It's just go. Like I had to do one thing. I mean, obviously I had to take my kids to school. So I had to drop them off at the bus stop and stuff. Then I had to go pick up my mom from the mechanic and that was it. And it was like wheels up. I'm gone. Just because I've learned like anything, but even anything getting to Brandon's. Oh yeah, that's right. I had to go to Brandon's. Yeah, well, so that, I actually, I made two stops. I made one at Doug. Yeah. Which hold on, hold on. Before we begin. All right. All right. I come bearing gifts. Well, I'm come bearing gifts because because one, I'm I'm drinking Chelsea's drinks that she so kindly leaves me in the <laughs> fridge, which is just a little treasure trove of different drinks. So I come with gifts. Number one is we got more drop stickers. Oh yes. Got so, more drop stickers. Thanks to Doug at Creative House. Yep. We got those. Wait. Uh oh. This is the problem with me drinking like beer. Yeah. I'm gonna be burping a lot. And then I have come with an entire rope wardrobe for you. Oh. <laughs> we got oh. drop shirts. Oh. We got custom lecture. I actually made this one for you a long time ago. Wait, are I, these three or four X's? They're four X's. I'm gonna have to wear them soon. I'm almost into a three X. Yeah, I know, I know, I noted. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I figured that like I like I had these anyway, so yeah. I'm gonna make them. So I actually made that one a long time ago. And then our new designs. Oh, nice. I like. So, I really like this. Yeah, this one This one turned out cool. I like this one. Wait, why am I not showing my new design? <laughs> ah, look at that. Yeah, this one's really cool. So this one, I have. Yeah, I showed the, the Dually one off a couple episodes yeah. ago. But this one is another new one. And uh, yeah, this is so it's a, it's custom life for our audio listeners because they can't see anything. So it says custom life. And behind that, in like a uh, like a I wanted like a graffiti type font. So here's the thing. Let me tell you the evolution of this shirt. Okay. okay. So I have, I've said before that like my ideas, I, I have these like really rudimentary ideas and then Angie takes them and she polishes them. Yeah. And I'm going to have a little transparency right now. And I'm going to, I'm not going to put Angie on blast, 
but I'm going to have a little transparency is sometimes we don't see eye to eye on stuff. So like I'll come up with a, uh, an idea and then I'll show her the design and you know, she'll take it and she'll polish it and turn it into something awesome. But this one, we, we kind of butted head heads a little bit on it on this one, on here. this one, because like my original idea is it's I, we, actually the compromise that we came to is pretty close oh, to these are OG all styles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had those laying around. Yeah. So the, this is pretty close to the original idea that I had. Because the only thing that really kind of changed was the first font that I picked out for the words behind it was like really illegible. Like it was this type of font that's like very skinny and you mm. really can't tell what it says. And that was like kind of the point that I wanted to do. Because you so wanted it to be hidden. Like you didn't want it to be in the forefront. Right. You wanted it to be kind of hidden. Yeah, yeah. I wanted it to be almost like a texture behind it. Yeah. So like you didn't like it, it was interesting how the conversation developed too. Because I guess on my side, I wasn't really explaining what I wanted and I was just showing Angie this image and I was like, just we'll make this, you know? Um, but so I, I wasn't trying to make it illegible for the sake of just being different. I've, and I, this may be like complete like BS that I'm talking here, but it made sense at the time. Oh yeah. Look at that. Look big at that. D. The big D. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, the joke is there. But I'm trying so hard not to like make it a thing. A thing, right? You know uh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like I didn't like I don't know. That's a whole, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing. Okay. But we're talking about the the I call it the the script shirt. Okay. Anyway, so I wanted my idea was was I wanted the person wearing it to like I wanted that person to feel like they were in on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I wanted that person wearing it to to feel like you every like i'm all so let me let me explain firstly this so the words behind it are a bunch of words that like we use often in our scene it's like um cut weld cruise um bagged bodied like all of these like we talk about like terms buzzwords and stuff like that so i wanted the the wearer to feel like they were like in on something because if someone were someone who doesn't know anything about our scene or to look at it and, and, and even if they were to read the words, they still really wouldn't know what it is. You know, they'd just be like, what are all the, all of these words? Like what's mm-hmm. a, what's an airbag? What's a body drop? Yeah. Like, what are all these things? Those so, are special to us. Exactly. And I wanted the, the, the wearer to feel like this is my thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that was the idea behind it. And like I said, you know, we butted heads a little bit over it, but we ended up with that. So I'm pretty happy with it. I'm pretty happy with the end result. Cool. It's always interesting to see like your perspective on things and then to see how the customer, right. If that it's going to translate to the, cause there've been so many times. I mean, how many times have you made a t-shirt and you're just like, so this is so cool. It's going to do so good. And then it bombs. I have one shirt in, in particular and me and Angie talk about it all the time. So we came up with this shirt, you know me, I, I try to mix like music into a lot of stuff. And if you look at, uh, like we did one shirt a long time ago and I'll, try to find well actually we're actually no we're not showing any of this stuff because we got to edit this thing and yeah yeah, yeah. so there's, there's there's so anyway so i'll just describe maybe it. in the teasers when we get back we'll we'll throw oh, that yeah we'll throw the, the stuff in there so we made this shirt uh a long time ago it looked like the ramones logo and it said bsd clothing back when we were bsd clothing so it said bsd clothing looked like the the ramones logo which the ramones logo is an iconic logo a mm. lot of people identify with that even if you really don't know what the ramones are Probably you could look at that logo and know, like, I've seen that before. It has something to do with music. It's pretty identifiable. Mm-hmm. 
so we did that and it was it was it was great everybody liked it so we kind of like i i kind of went down this rabbit hole of making it more and more obscure to the point where i made the shirt it was an s10 and it was like dragging throwing sparks and it had a wall behind it and it said drag city rockers and or let me say drag yeah it said drag city rockers but because there's a sorry I'm, I'm losing my train of thought here but there's a a clash song mm-hmm. called uh clash city rockers that's yeah. what it is so there's a uh, a clash song called the clash city rockers so I saw that and I was like, how cool that be to do drag city rockers because you you're know, dragging the rocker. They're dragging the rocker. That was way, way. First of all, I took, I mean, the clash is pretty well known, but you know, not a lot of people know all of their songs or, yeah. or even like maybe some of their songs. So I already took an art, like an already obscure thing and made it more obscure into this t-shirt that nobody got. I think the, I mean, I eventually sold them all because eventually we sell everything. But I think the only reason I ever sold them all was because it had an S10 on it, and that's it. And then people yeah. were like, "So that was like that was the, like the most obscure thing I made." That's the ten dollar box T shirt. That's the ten five dollar box T shirt. <laughs> yeah, I've had a couple of those where I think it's gonna do well and it doesn't. But I think these new ones that I have the, are gonna they, do they look well. really good. That she, the Chevy one looks really good. That's my favorite. Yeah. Well, actually, I like them both. The Ranger and the Chevy one are really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, that was one of the things that I was doing today was I went to Brandon's shop and picked those up for you. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I'm like, it's funny because I, you know, I pick up stuff for you. That's we, we sort of actually, it's funny that we have like this like little, um, I don't know, I guess I use this term a lot, term a lot and it's not really an economy. What's what's like a, it's like an ecosystem. We have like this little ecosystem mm-hmm. of like, we're always like taking stuff somewhere for people because it happens a lot people are like oh you're coming out hey man i have these set of wheels can you please bring them to me yeah. like we do that a lot so um you know i brought your stuff out i also do a lot of stuff for doug from creative house we made our stickers yep i, so I take stickers hit up creative house creative house and i actually do a lot of stuff for him like i'll take trophies for him all over yeah and i'll go get tats from you for my candy when i'm on the other side of town yeah exactly yeah so yeah it's a uh, it works it works out mm-hmm. we make it work and these trips, like this, uh, this whole trip is going to be, we're taking Lindsay's stuff. So mm-hmm. there Which was, was cool that it was already here. It was already here. That was awesome because what's going on. We're recording. Oh, we're still good. Yeah, we're still good. It just went to sleep. I just, oh, it's still, oh, is it? Is it charging? Uh Oh, there you go. I don't think it was charging before. I don't think it was either. Or that light wasn't on, but that was on. Anyways, so we have her stuff, plus we have Doug's stuff. And then it just becomes, like, your little trailer, which you look at it, you go, oh, it's a lot of room in there. But it becomes not a lot of room real mm-hmm. quick. Mm-hmm. And then weight is an issue because it is only a single axle trailer. So I thought about it on the way out here. Because, like, well, obviously we're going to be lighter because we're not going to have the trophies on the way back. Yeah. But also, like, the, the trip out there is a lot of weight because we have the trophies, but don't forget we like are fully stocked as well. True. So when I weighed my fully stocked box, mm-hmm. it was about 25 pounds. A fully, one, a full, was, one tote is 25 pounds. That's a one design, right? One, one tote is one design. One tote is one design. So okay. I have eight totes mm-hmm. of t-shirts. That's 200 pounds of t-shirts. Yes. 200 pounds of shirts. That doesn't seem like a lot when it you put it that way. It doesn't seem like this is like, well, that's why I wanted to weigh it. And mm-hmm. then I looked up the easy up weight. The easy up weighs 75 pounds. Man, that's, that seems so, a lot more. So my stuff 
because the only thing else I have, I have a couple boxes of hats. Mm-hmm. I've got a box of supplies, tables. which is the tables mm-hmm. and one rack. So I'm assuming my stuff on a high end is 600 pounds. Okay. And, and that's, that's probably way high. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, uh, Lindsay has five totes and those totes are probably 35 pounds each. Those, d- Yeah. Because if mine are smaller, they're mm-hmm. twenty. Oh yeah, hers are, hers are bigger, and but not by they're not like double, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you figure her stuff is probably with her with her small easy up and the five totes, hundred like two hundred pounds maybe. Mm-hmm. So between mine and her stuff, we're at like eight hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. I think I'm I'm weighing it the most because each one of my uh, yellow the black totes with the yellow tops, I have two designs in those. Yeah, but how many shirts though? They're thirty. Four shirts per design. Mm, okay, because mine are about ten. Mine are about the same. About the same. Yeah. So yeah. if yours are t- so if one box with yours is twenty five, then mine are about fifty pounds per box. Which, which now that I think about lifting it up, I say it's between fifty, maybe the higher end of fifty pounds. If we have the same amount of t shirts in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Probably fifty ish pounds. And, and how then many of those do you have? I have uh, five, but then I also carry. Because see, my thing is, is my trailer doubles as my storage. Yeah. So I actually have all of my merchandise in that trailer, including like my clearance and and uh, the kid shirts. I have a bunch yeah. of kid shirts and women shirts. So I think I weigh in a bit more. So I would say, you know what? I, I would probably guesstimate that if yours and Lindsay combined is that, that's probably what mine is by itself. So something like that. Let's say yours on the high end is 900 pounds. I'll give it, let's say a thousand pounds. Mm-hmm. Mine is. Well, and mine and Lindsay's is 800 pounds. And then the stuff Doug has, mm. so 2,000 pounds. Mm-hmm. So your trailer, did you ever see what it weighed dry? No, but remember when we had it like loaded, loaded, and we weighed it? And it was like 3,600 pounds. Which is exactly what it needs to yeah. be. Because mm-hmm. you have a, uh, the axles rated for 3,500 pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think what got the axle last time was just like we just used it so much. Oh, 100%. I think just you taking just, it up and down the 10 so many times. Oh, uh, you figure... We, we, we have anywhere from probably 2,500 pounds constant mm-hmm. in that trailer between mine and your stuff. Mm-hmm. And just nonstop. Do, do, just do, do, bouncing do, down do, the road. Do, do, do. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, that was, that's, that's as long as we're not over. Yeah, I think we're good. Which also I have to, <laughs> I have to bring up because it was hilarious because I got here. So I was able to see your Nissan for the first time. Oh, that was, yeah. <laughs> but your Nissan is awesome. That's so, <laughs> the, the, the truck is so cool. <laughs> so we get in it. So, and I'm sitting there and you're sitting there and we're just we're like sitting like this in the truck. You're just sitting like this, like totally, to, like totally geeking out yeah. on the truck. And then I'm like, I don't, I don't know how you think this is going to pull that trailer. <laughs> well, because like I'm the, I was thinking about it on the way out. I was like, I was driving along in the, in my Titan, mm-hmm. a full size truck with a V8 motor and I'm pulling up hills and it's all like, it's like, it's, it's, yeah. it's pulling it. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you expect that little Nissan to do it? Yeah, it'll do it. I'm I'm very curious. I want to see. So here's the thing: your Titan, my Titan, our Titans will pull mm-hmm. three of your trailers out there, right there. That's true. That's the other part of it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that a towing it is not the the difficult part, and and that's why, like, when you look at those little trucks, um, the manuals are rated for more. Oh, because you can hold them in a gear. That's true. Right. Mm-hmm. The limitations on towing a lot of the times is the transmissions. Mm-hmm. When you're putting them in stress, so if you have an automatic transmission, that's constantly like, wow, wow. That's why they tell you not to drive an overdrive or tow an overdrive, mm-hmm. which I do. 
Well, I do too, as long as you're on a flat. But the second you start going up and down hills, you need to switch it to fourth because it'll well, hold it in that gear. Yeah. And, and that's I, why they have tow mode too, because it'll hold it in certain gears so the transmission's working less. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you want your transmission to be like kind of wind out a little bit. Well, and, and you know, what's funny is, is like I do that kind of like forcefully because our trucks have, because uh, it's uh, our trucks have the towing package on them. Mm-hmm. And part of the towing package is the transmission temperature gauge. Yep. And so that's a really good indication on when to drop it a gear because when that thing starts climbing. And sometimes like I'll be just cruising and then I'll just glance. I'm like, oh, no. and I see that thing like getting pretty hot. Yeah. But yeah, the second you drop a gear, just pff, that transmission gauge. Trans- those transmission gauges have saved transmissions because if you don't I have one, the only thing that you have is a light that'll come on. Yeah. So when it gets your transmission gets hot, that light comes on. But the thing is, is if you're in, if you're in that, if that transmission gauge is high for a long time, you're going up that grade in Indio and it's, and it's just hitting mm-hmm. super high. You, and you can physically see it shift down, get the fluids going through it and cool it down. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that, you don't know. Exactly. It could just be buttoned up against where the lights off and then your transmission is just wearing out. Yeah. But a manual truck is able to hold that in gear. Yeah. Makes so it's sense. not necessarily about the power of the vehicle. You know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. momentum can come slower. Like the Titan, you can mash on it. It's going to be at 70 miles an hour like that. Yeah. It's, it has the power to get it up quickly mm-hmm. where that little, a little truck like that, it's not going to get, go fast. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it still has the power to get it up to speed and stay at that speed. Think it doesn't take a lot of power to drive down the freeway pulling something. Yeah, that's true. It takes a lot of power to get there. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting nonetheless. <laughs> I know. I hooked up my trailer to the Forerunner one time. Yeah. Because like when I had it built, you know, uh, Bobby put a, uh, a a tow hitch on. It's got like a, it's not just like some janky tow hitch either. It's like in the frame. It's yeah. like pretty legit. And so I'm like, I'm going to test it out. And actually back then I didn't have as much stuff as I do now. So it wasn't that full. So I hook it up and I take it out and it was actually doing really good. Like on the flat, no problem. It would get to speed. You know, you have to plan out your stops a little bit, but as soon as I hit a hill, that thing's all. So if you had a manual transmission, you could drop it, you could gear. drop it and hold it in that gear. And and that's the thing is like when you're towing, so many people think you have to do so. You have to drive so fast. You have to do no, just drive slow. Yeah. Just cruise. Just, hold it. That Nissan doesn't get out of it. It does. It's whining out at 70. It's whining out at 70. So it's, you know, it. What do you think realistically towing, like how fast you could do cruising? That truck? 55? 65. Oh, really think it goes? Yeah, well? I think 65. I think as long as everything's good, as long as your brakes are good, as long as you're, you know, I'm putting all new ball joints on that thing. I'm going to put all new. And, and I don't even think that that truck might not be another one we tow with. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it might be the one I tow with to Graham's show to mm-hmm. rolling in the Red Rocks. Mm-hmm. But that truck could be sold at that show. I know. I was thinking about that too. Like the the turnover. Are, are, you, are you you're you're talking about that about yeah. it? My yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> I was like, dang, the turnover that you had on that truck was pretty fast. Like I, these are going to go. I expected you like to have it longer. No, I want these things in and out, in yeah. and out, in and out, and and some I'm going to have like the next one. I might have two at the same time. There will be another truck in that garage when we get home from Texas, though, or right soon after we get home from Texas. Which one's that? There'll be a tr- another truck in there. Oh, <laughs> mysterious. So. <laughs> <laughs> so the next, yeah, I'll have a video on that by probably pretty soon. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. So some of these will be two at a time. Like, I mean, I have the OBS on the side of the house. That's yeah. just waiting for a spot at Pandas. Mm-hmm. Once that spot opens up, that's another video series that's going to be, okay. these aren't going to be like one's done, the next one starts. These mm-hmm. are going to so be like, like intermixing, uh-huh. you know, and then once it, 
once they get going, it's it's just I just it's so much fun. I'm on like I said, I'm on Marketplace, and dude. I, I dude, I was on Marketplace. I found a clean Dodge Dakota, the old one. Uh huh. Oh, the square body the ones. Square body ones. Mm-hmm. It was three grand. It was uh, an older couple that kept it at their vacation house up. In Is the it mountains. an extra cab? Yep. Oh, dude, those are the best. Extra cab. They have V6s in them. Yeah, I had one. Well, not an extra cab, a standard cab. Yeah. Um, it was the blue and gray package, like the tritone. Nice. So it was like blue, gray, blue. Uh huh. And I and, and I was like, that's what I want. I want something like that. That's because, awesome. Yeah, that's a cool truck. Yeah. But you saw Pandas. Did you saw when yeah, you yeah, yeah. He had a but his one's an extra cab, was it? No, standard it cab. It was a standard cab. Super yeah. sick though. Mm-hmm. Like just random stuff Static like that. Static drop. Yeah, I remember that one. Here's the thing. Nissans are cool, Toyotas are cool, but everyone does them. Mm-hmm. No one dude, I found a Dodge Rampage on Marketplace the other day. Running, driving. I was like, this Rampage, Yeah, that? they look like Subaru brats are super ugly. They look huh. like mini El Caminos. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's the one that doesn't sell. <laughs> yeah, no one wants it. But yeah, that's funny. That's why I want. I want to keep these things just running through. Yeah, that's I'm cool. Super excited about it. So yeah, that's cool, dude. As soon as I saw it, like, it's so funny how it's so funny how something like that could just unlock something in you. Because I got like I, I already knew I was going to see when I got here. Right? Yeah, yeah. But when I saw it, I like got giddy. I was, right? I was just like, and then Isn't we it? sat in. I'm like, oh my god, this, this is, is so freaking cool. Did it not make you want to go on a road trip in it? Yeah, yeah, one right away. When I drove it, when I pulled up to to buy it, uh-huh. I hadn't driven a standard cab, compact pickup truck, manual in since my Tacoma. So long time. Yeah, I got in it. I drove down the street. I was like, I was like, right back to my childhood. Like That's right cool. back to teenager. Right back to, you know. Just this, all these feel. It's like music, right? When mm-hmm. you hear a yeah. song, it takes you right back yeah. to wherever that whatever was. Like my high school music was like Offspring. So anytime mm-hmm. I hear Offspring, I'm like right back, back to high school. Yeah. So that's what that truck did. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. dude. I I got it. yeah. It's it's so it's so cool. And I was so, so surprised on how clean the inside was. That's a big big selling factor on it. Where are you going? I was gonna want to show you something. Oh, okay. These are just like a sneak peek. A sneak peek of what I'm going to put in one of the next videos. <laughs> so for our audio listeners, Brian has just pulled out a bunch of old photos, like actual real photos. Oh, oh, dude. Look at that's my first truck. That's awesome. snowing in Merino Valley. That's cool. I don't know if you guys can see this, but that is snow in Merino Valley and with a, the 1983 Nissan. So I'm going to scan all these or take pictures of this, them. So this one, this one caught my eye. This is Brian's um, Tacoma. Those wheels, I I had those wheels. The Giovanni's. Yeah, I, yeah. No, I those wheels. Oh, those wheels. Those wheels. Those so, exact. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So a long, long time ago, my buddy, uh, we you you had these for sale. I don't know. This was like way before any kind of internet stuff. So I don't know how. Yeah. Anyway, so he found out about him. We went down to your place and and bought him. And he had a Ranger at the time. And I think he put him on his Ranger, and his like girlfriend didn't like him or something. Oh, nice. America. Nice. Uh, yeah, like his girlfriend or something didn't like him because it was her truck. It was her Ranger. Yeah. And then he's like, uh, so he ended up buying, you know, those um, Eagle alloys that everybody had in mm-hmm. like, yeah. So he bought a set of those and then uh, he's like, hey, man, you want these? And yeah, so those ended up on a Mazda that I had. Those that is so wheels. funny. And you know what's funny is I always had to air them up because they were all cracked. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when you put shocks on the front of your truck and then drive it every single up. day. I had, I had to air them up like every other day. But yeah. not, those are good looking wheels. Those are so good looking. Always, always um, put shocks on your vehicle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
So, yeah, so I'm going to go through these and kind of tell the story about why. why like, oh, like wait music. a minute. Are you, are you, are you, um, are you kind of giving me a hint on what might be the truck that will be in your garage? No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> I thought it was going to be your, your Tacoma. No. Oh, no, not <laughs> That'd yet. That'd be cool. No, that will be eventually. S- eventually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that Rezo? It's forbidden. Look at the bands and stuff. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. For our audio listeners, they're like, oh, that sounds amazing. That's really cool. <laughs> not much has changed. No, no. <laughs> I'm on a cordless phone. Pause, there you right, go. pause that and zoom in. Yeah. For our audio listeners, you got to come over to the YouTube yeah. channel and see that. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to see it because it's so. I had my what I did is I had my mom. I was like, find. I need to explain to people why I like mini trucks and why it takes me back to like mm-hmm. when I was like, like again that feeling you got when you got inside it. Yeah, same thing. Um, it's all we had was mini trucks when I grew up. Mm-hmm. So then we went camping in them and all this stuff. So it's all a story that I want to tell. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's really cool. I got. I've said this before on the podcast, but I had the same thing with with Dwight's OBS. You know, oh, when, yeah. my, when my mom first got that truck, you know, uh, she's like, hey, come check it. And I got in and yeah, I went right back to high school. You want to see some eyebrows? Yeah. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> this is riveting podcast. This is, this is old forbidden fantasy. Got, just got married. Anyways, cool. um, enough of that. Enough of that. That's fun though. Enough of that. That's fun. We should just do, we, you know, um, I think you suggested this to me one time and I should totally do it. Like you remember how Burt Kreischer used to do the open tabs videos? Oh yeah. I should do that. You should. I should just do an open, uh, a boneless, a Frank boneless episode of, there's of no, just... absolutely no reason that you don't need, you could, you could start your own podcast mm. and it could literally be just you in your office, like going on the computer and like just telling everyone what you like. Yeah. I like it. If no one listens to it, no one listens. It's a hundred dollars a year to start a podcast. Mm hmm. You don't need to actually, oh, well, you could film it or you could just talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I, you know, this is like kind of off subject, but on subject at the same time, like, um, you know, as we kind of got more equipment and started getting set up, I've been recording, well, okay, I've done one, but I plan to do more, but I've been recording podcasts with my kids. Like I'll have my kid come into my office and then just sit there and I'm like, just tell me, tell me about something. Right. And so she'll like, tell me about stuff. So, yeah. and you know, later on I'm going to look at it and it's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Cry when they're all growing up. Heck yeah! I don't know if any of the audience can hear that. I was swishing my. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna hear that. They'd be like, what? What, "What? I know we're just burping, swishing." Man, this is the best. This, these in-person ones are raw. <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is a raw <laughs> podcast because <laughs> we're not gonna do shit to it. It's just no, this is it. just gonna be uploaded. This yeah. is it. So we got thirty more minutes to do this. That's fine. I'm I'm just I'm just getting settled in. I was like kind of you know just like everything that we yeah. do is kind of like take a minute to get going, but I'm settled in. Yeah. I should weed stickers while we're just sitting here. Just sitting here, just podcasting, weeding yeah. stickers. But I, well, I do have, because um, we were going to do this like a Q&A type thing as That's well. That's right. So That's I do right. have, I do have a thing here that I think would be kind of cool to talk about. Oh, good. Because I, I have something too, but I, I'm going to make sure I have it on my phone. You know what I'm doing now is I'm creating albums on here mm-hmm. and I will put the, I have a drop album. Oh, see, that's smart. Yeah. But I'm. Yeah, I don't have the question on here. All right, let's do your question because like, we could probably. Yeah, no, this is a really good question. Yeah. So I should pre- preface this that this person wants to remain anonymous. 
Um, you know, and, it's going to be a good question. And so I'm going to redact some stuff. Um, just so, just so, okay. Anyway, so, um, this person asked my question for a mini truck build, how long is too long when having work done? I know this is kind of a loaded open-ended question. Um, I had a local shop, put my truck on air suspension, uh, the work, and this is the stuff I'm going to redact just so, you know, maybe someone doesn't figure it out. So anyway, so he had this work done. Um, it took a lot longer. It went from being, uh, you know, six to nine months to many years. Um, and then the, the, you know, they they had the, this person had the same old thing, like getting, having to threaten the person and, you know, all this other stuff. Um, so he says, you know, where can I pick up? Um, anyway, so I'm trying not to reveal too much anyway. So basically his question is, is how long is too long in a shop? Make sure you close your phone. Somebody zoom in on there. Oh yeah. There you go. Whoops. How long is too long in a shop? How long? And I think that's a really, um, what's the right word? It's like, it's, there's just too many factors in that question. Too many variables. Very. Yeah. There's too many variables. There's too many variables. So, I mean, I have a lot of experience at shops because I, work for so many mm-hmm. different ones. That's why I thought this would be a good, good thing yeah. to talk about. Yeah. And, and it, it, this goes back to what I've always said. Like if you're going to build it yourself, great. If you're going to have a shop, do it. You're going to spend the money. Mm-hmm. You know, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Um, I had a, a friend, we have a mutual friend who um, took their truck to a shop. The price was great. Dude said he was going to hook him up. Um, didn't deliver on what he said in a timely manner, in a quality manner or anything. Mm-hmm. That's basically uh, what happened. This basically day. what happened. Same thing, you know? Um, and it's just like, it's unfortunate. You know, if, if you're a shop owner, you need to like follow through with what you say. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it, it's, it's so easy to get as a shop owner too. It's super easy to get like behind mm-hmm. and then take a deposit. Cause you don't want to, the last thing you want to, to tell a client or, a customer is no. So if someone comes to your shop, you don't want to be like, Hey, I'm too busy because mm-hmm. they're probably just going to go find another shop. Mm-hmm. But it's, if you are too busy and they don't want to wait, the hardest thing is going to be to let them go. Mm-hmm. Let them go. Mm-hmm. Do not take their money and do not take their truck and don't take their truck and take it apart <laughs> and then stop and uh-huh. take the next person's money. So that. I think there, like, there's, there's a lot of people at, like that guy's asking for advice on him, but like a lot of these shop owners need advice too. Cause mm-hmm. a lot of these guys are younger guys. They don't know anything. They just know like they have a skill and they, they're, they usually start out good with good intentions and then they just get wrapped up mm-hmm. into thing. You need to know your skill level too. Mm-hmm. You know, don't these, these people have, this is their like to some people, this is their only vehicle and or second vehicle. And like their whole entire savings are going into these trucks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've, but, yeah, good. So my, my experience, yeah, yeah, I think it really goes back to, you know, what we've always been ta- been talking about is like the plan thing is like, have a plan. So I've only had shops build like the forerunner I've had completely shop built before that I've either traded for trucks that were already done and then once those I got those trucks and they needed work, I would go to like friends and stuff. And it, it always worked out. I never got myself in a situation like that. Um, but when it did come, come time to, to build the Forerunner and go through shops, I honestly, I've, I've, told, I've told you this before. I honestly feel like I got lucky with everything mm-hmm. because everything went smooth on that truck. 
when sadistic bagged it, it only took, I think between like six and eight months to bag it completely, you know? And Um, and yours is one of the last trucks because he kind of shifted. Mine is the last truck. Yeah. He shifted his, his whole thing to like cars. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is the last truck to roll out of there and there and no, whatever. Um, and then, so that was one part of it. And then the paint, you know, going through Allen, like, you know, that all worked out real well. Cause you know, that, that, that's kind of like the famous thing is like paint jail. Yeah. You know, you're, you're right ending up in paint jail. I think, like you said, there's a lot of variables involved. I think one of them is, and I, and I have some pretty amusing stories to tell because like I said, I've been in, my family's been building and buying cars my entire life. And, um, <laughs> this is going to kind of get a little sticky, and my dad, if you're listening, I've, I'm, I'm not, well, I'm not going to say I'm sorry. I'm just going to just break some stuff down. And I know my dad listens. So I hope, I hope, he <laughs> dad. I hope he doesn't <laughs> like get his feelings hurt, but I want to tell some amusing stories. So going through so many years um, of building cars, you know, you, you tend to, to try to do things the cheapest way possible. Mm-hmm. And so my dad my dad is, is, is a, is a good guy and he always has like, he always wants to help people, mm-hmm. you know, and, and he wants to, to give people opportunity. So there's been many a time where he's given people who have a lot of, uh, problems, you know, uh, problems with addiction, problems with, you know, m- you know, mental instability, a lot of, a lot of problems, but he wants to help these people. And since we were like, we were in the space we were in, it would usually be people to deal with cars. And so, you know, there's been so many times where he's hired someone who they're very skilled people, but due to their problems, they couldn't deliver on those things. Um, And I have a really amusing story. (laughs) So we had we had this paint shop on the property and uh, my dad hired this guy and and he had his own issues and stuff like that. And um, at one night, it's like super late, it's like two o'clock in the morning. And if you he's the guys in the garage is working away and you hear like the the DA's just like going away. And I don't know like how it came about, but someone went to go in there maybe to check on him because it was like two o'clock in the morning. And there's this guy sitting in a chair holding the D.A. just going. (laughs) Trying to get hours to get paid. (laughs) Trying to just I don't know what he was. I don't know. I don't know. But my point is that's just an amusing story. But my point is, is, you know, if. I think that's what happens sometimes. I think people, um, like I said, like I want to word this a certain way. I think sometimes if people try to do it the cheap route or try to do it the easy way, that tends to happen. And I'm not trying to say that the person who asked this question did any of that because I don't know their circumstances. I'm just saying that I've seen this from a a, a personal point of view is, and another thing that, you know, uh, again, I, I really hate to, to, harp on my dad like this but you know he did a lot of like trade stuff Mm -hmm. so like you know hey man i'll trade you this car for a paint job or you know we'll do that and and always like to me that always never ended well you Mm -hmm. know so i think there are a lot of circumstances and i guess my my point not only to tell some amusing stories my point is is you know like we've always said just go in with a plan have a plan and say okay you know this is what i want to do this is how much I want to spend and I have to find the right person to do it. And also there do, you have to do some due diligence on your part too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you have, if you go in and you have a bad feeling about the place, mm-hmm. leave. Yeah. That's, that's all there is to it. Cause, um, uh, the, the person that I'm talking about, you know, he he said, he goes, man, I, I went there and I saw 
there was quite a lot of unfinished projects and that's things like that. that. And mm-hmm. it's just like, well, that's that's sign number one. You know, mm-hmm. sign number two is credibility. Just ask around. Mm-hmm. Just everyone. So many people know so many people, you know, and um, if you're going to if you're getting more positive reviews than negative, then it's usually pretty good because mm-hmm. everyone's going to have a negative review about someone, no matter how good their shop is. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, go with your gut feeling. And also, again, if it seems too good to be true. And that was the thing, you know, with me and the whole like trading thing, because if a guy says, hey, you know, give me this car and I'm going to fully paint this vehicle, you got to be like, I don't know. That's a lot of, yeah. you know, get the paint job first. It, it, yeah. It, trade trading is such a it's such a rough thing, like or a, a, a tough thing, because it just depends on like the value aspect, mm-hmm. you know, and if you're just trading for vehicles that are like sub five thousand dollar vehicles. It's whatever you could do it all day long, mm-hmm. but when you start getting into trading things like paint jobs or, or I'll do this for this, mm-hmm. um, everyone's this is worth more than this person's this. Right, and then I I think a lot of the time, and I'll be you know I'll, I'm going to be very transparent. I'll be completely honest. So like when um, people come to me to do like screen printing and mm-hmm. stuff, if someone said, hey, you know, can you make me a dozen shirts, and I'm like, no problem, no problem, but. You know, sometimes I'll try to like, I'm going to try to tour this carefully. Sometimes I'll like try to be like, you know, super nice about it. Like, you know, hey man, don't worry about it. You know, when I'm finished with them, you know, you can pay me. Well, all of a sudden that drops super low on my priority list because I don't have like a financial incentive to get it done. Now, if the person came to me and said, hey, you know, I need these shirts done. Here's half down or pay for the whole thing. All of a sudden now I have a financial incentive to get these finished. And I'm not saying that I'm the opposite. So I don't take payment until I deliver. Okay. Because if I have a job sitting on my hard drive, I want that done. Like it, it it's like a mental thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, and it's because people will all be like, do you want me to pay you now? I'm like, nope. It's like I pay me when it's done. Cause if you pay me now, I got the money. Like yeah, now, okay. now your job is now I'm going to go to the next client and make the money like i need to finish your job to get the money. you know and it's funny that you say that because i think that's what happens to a lot of people who are into like custom you know they're 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 and that's and so we're kind of beating up on the shop owners a little bit but we also have to look at it from their perspective is mm-hmm. like they're already doing it's not like an accountant an accountant or uh, use any kind of like thing like that like they're like what am i trying to say like that the job that an accountant does is like a thing that always needs to be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to anything custom, painting, fabrication, anything like that, now it's a niche thing. You know, oh, I guess what my point is is like everybody needs accounting. So yeah. everybody will come to you get it to get accounting done. Not everybody needs a custom paint job. Mm-hmm. So when one custom paint job comes to you and you're like trying to get that done and the the funds start running low, then you need to bring on another custom paint job because there aren't 10 custom paint jobs to to fulfill what you yeah. to fulfill someone living, you know, yeah. to, to pay them, to pay the bills and pay themselves and keep their, their life going. So I think that's what happens from like a shop owner's perspective, but I don't know. I'm not a shop owner. So yeah, the, it's, it's definitely a tough, it's, it's, it's a tough thing for shop owners, you know, especially what happens is, you know, uh, I'll use tray five as an example, just cause I'm there so much. I was going to ask you about that and I don't mean to cut you off, but like tray five is how it, it's like, it's a it's a well run shop. It gets stuff like stuff is always being like constantly done. So from your perspective of seeing a shop like that and seeing other shops, like what's the what do you think is the difference? 
Okay, so they don't. Here's the thing: nothing is a, like a solid price. So if you go in there and you're like, "Hey, I want to bag my truck," ten grand. It's not ten grand. It's it, everything is different. So it's an hourly deal. Mm-hmm. You know, you could give an estimate. It's more than likely a guesstimate, mm-hmm. but you don't know what you're going to run into. So you have to charge hourly. And again, you just you. I mean, it, it took them a long time to get to the point that they're at now. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing with them is they get things done mm-hmm. they're they don't they'll start working on a truck and if something if there's a problem with that or they're stalled it's like right onto the next one or you know there is no like stopping or right, we're, we're done with this one we we gotta we're, we're just done it's just it's non-stop mm-hmm. and it's all it's all just hourly it's all, i think that's honestly the the key right there yeah and i think that's what happens again just from just from doing this for so many years and seeing and hearing so many stories and and seeing so many people like that's what happens when you say like oh yeah, I can bag your truck for six thousand dollars, yeah that so, so that the, runs out super fast. It runs out super fast. And here's the thing, so if you go to shop A and you're like I want to bag my truck and they're like it's ten grand, and you're like cool, and then you go to shop B and shop B says, um it, you know it's anywhere it's going to be from ten to thirty grand. We don't know, mm-hmm. you know until we, once we start. Well, well, you give us, you know, give us five thousand dollars to start, and once we get to that five thousand, then we're going to ask you for another five thousand, mm-hmm. and you essentially have an escrow. And when that escrow dwindles, you fill it back up, mm-hmm. you know, or you know, hey, we worked on your truck for thirty hours this week. This is how much you owe us. So, the problem with the shop A that quoted the ten grand is they're going to get to that ten grand cap quick, and once mm-hmm. they do, they got to go on to the next vehicle to that, get the that's money. That's the point that I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they, and your money is out. Mm-hmm. So he, what is it that person's incentive to go back to your truck and start to work on it? Exactly. You're tapped. So you are going to, yeah, you might spend less money at shop a, but you're going to get less work done mm-hmm. and it's going to take longer shop B. You might spend, I don't know, 30% more to, to whatever it is, but you're going to have your truck back sooner. Mm-hmm. You're going to have your truck done more complete. And you're, and if something happens to it, you're gonna be able to take it back mm-hmm. and like get, because the, the, the work is the work that's been done to has been paid for and done. Yeah. It's been paid for and done and, and they did the work. So mm-hmm. if something happens to it, you could be like, Hey, uh, you know, something happened and they'll check it out mm-hmm. or, you know, and a lot of the, what happens too is a lot of these trucks, like you want maintenance done on them, you know, Hey, mm-hmm. after a year do a nut and bolt check mm-hmm. or after this, whatever. But if the, that it goes right back to this, it's too good. If it seems too good to be true, it probably is. Yep. Yeah. That's a good so, point. and if you walk into a place and you have a bad feeling, then, mm-hmm. you know, just, it's not a, it's not cheap to do this stuff unless you and your buddies are doing it in the driveway, which is awesome. Yeah. That, yeah. That's like so what, totally what I'm doing thing. with the Nissan, mm-hmm. you know, when I get back from, when we get back from Texas, I have the, all this stuff to lower it and I'm going to do most of it here. Um, I'll probably have to do a, a C notch somewhere else, but um, maybe I'll buy a welder and do it here too. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, those are all great points. That makes a lot of sense, and that sort of like ties back to what I was talking about. So you, I think, like, if you were to talk about two very far far extremes, you talk about shop B, which is like an hourly thing, and there's it's very structured, and they have mm-hmm. a even they have a plan. Like, yeah. I think that's basically what you're saying is even the shop has a plan. They do. They have to. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. then you have like what I'm talking about, like what I experienced, you know, throughout time is just like, Hey, can you paint this for as cheap as possible? You know? Mm-hmm. And then you, 
I'm, everyone's situation is different too. Yeah. So we'll take your first situation for example. When you went to Alan, Alan was he wanted to create a relationship, I think, with you, and you also had a, a, something to offer him because he wanted T-shirts and he wanted some artwork done. Mm-hmm. So there was like a mutual thing there. But you also had a good feeling when you went to Alan. Well, yeah, yeah, like, definitely. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. like a feeling of like you know everyone has it when you go somewhere and you're like. I think I'm going to get screwed over here. Yeah. yeah. And you still do it. Uh, Why do we still do that? I don't know. Cause it's too enticing. <laughs> if you want that feeling, go to a car dealership. That's true. That's where, you know, you're smiling and they're, they're smiling and you're having this conversation about their kids and all this stuff. And you're, they're screwing you over. Yeah. Right to your face. Yeah. That's the exact feeling. And you know, it. you're just like, yeah, I know I'm getting screwed over. <laughs> but, um, that the other, on the other hand though, there is the feeling of, paying a lot of money for something mm-hmm. you know um you get a bill from some of these shops i mean imagine getting a bill and there and you owe 20 grand for something mm-hmm. and you're just like and i think another that brings up an, another really good point is communication that 100 percent communication and you know i've dealt um i've dealt with that too uh recently you know dealing with stuff i go somewhere and i say this is what i want to do and they go, okay, well, this is same same scenario. This is how much we charge an hour. This is how much we think it's going to say. So that's their responsibility to tell you that. Your responsibility is to go, okay, I understand that. This is my maximum budget that I have to work with. Yeah. This is what I want to do. And then you open up that line of communication. I found that. So um, You also have to be careful telling them your maximum budget. Yeah. Uh, yeah that, that's, that's a thing. That, that is also a thing. They're not going to be like, Oh, you have ten grand to spend. Yeah, cool. I'm only going to charge you five. Yeah, no, no I know they're not. You already messed up. Yeah, but then so, again, but then you have again. to kind of almost keep. You have to like. That's a tough one. That is a tough one because I look at it from the perspective of like. I look at it the perspective of this, and I've learned this over the years, and I've done this just recently. When I told them my maximum budget. I'm okay with spending that. Like, okay, yeah, that's true. Of course, they're going to max it out to that, If even if it was going to cost less. But at the beginning of the the thinking, I was comfortable with spending that. Mm-hmm. So as long as I'm comfortable with spending that, like, yeah, I understand what you're saying, like, but it is okay to kind of like... Another way you can communicate that too is saying like, because a lot of these shops have done very similar things to your, like, mm-hmm. so they kind of know, right? Mm-hmm. They So you could say like, um, they could go, okay, on the low end, it's going to be this. And on the high end, it's going to be this. And you could be like, so say high end, five grand, low end, 2,500. You could be like, look, when we get close to like right around 3,500, like, let me know, mm-hmm. let yeah. me know. And then let me know where we're at because I don't really want to go much farther than that. Mm-hmm. But in your mind, you know, you can spend five. Mm-hmm. So th- this is not like, think these things through again, a plan, a plan, a plan mm-hmm. from every aspect of it, a plan and gut feeling credibility, mm-hmm. you know, and, and yeah, and, it, and, it, and, but you know what? Everyone get, every, I know sh- credible shops that have screwed people over. And that's the thing. I mean, we've heard all sorts of stories and, but one thing I think is important to, to point out is, and, and this sounds so cliche, but for every bad story you hear from coming someone, there's another side to that story. Mm-hmm. And there's another, you know, that there's that old, uh, there's three like, sides to every story. Exactly. Yeah. Your, yours, mine, the truth. And you know there is that's a that's a bit extreme, I guess, but that is there is some truth. To yeah, that. because you could be like, oh, yeah, I just wanted to lower my truck, and it cost seven grand. And you're like, well, why did it? I saw this the other day on some C10 form? You know, some guy took his truck to this dude's shop. His shop was in his driveway. You know, in not a very great part of town. 
and but the guy decided to leave it there and then something happened and this guy went on the forum and started complaining he charged me 2300 to do this in a crappy part of town. Like he started using this guy where he uh, lived uh-huh. against him. Right. And then you have all the people like, oh my God, $2,300 to lower the back of your truck. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of days later, the shop owner, you know, went on and was like, look, the guy came to my house. He knew where I lived. He could have left. I didn't like go to a nice place. Right. Yeah. And then and fool, and like, catfish him. He came to my house. <laughs> yeah. And he even told, I guess he told the guy like, look, this is where I do my work. If you're not comfortable, totally understand. Mm-hmm. And then he broke down the cost and this guy that was complaining about it didn't tell the whole story. Well, you know, yeah, because you hear, oh, just lowering the rear of my truck. But he neglected to mention the axle narrowing drive shaft, the, the drive shaft, like there's the tubs. Too, there's too many. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's 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 communication. Know, that's the communication, communication part there. There's one thing that I want to mention about communication. And uh, and I I've maybe brought it up before. But so like. You know, I think our listeners know, and then you know, I'm not a huge fan of this whole like uh, entrepreneur hustle culture, like people mm. telling me how to be successful. I don't like that. And so when people come to me, because I've had people ask me like, hey, you know, you, you've been doing this a long time. Like, how are you still doing that? How are you still alive doing what you do, basically? Yeah. And so I think a lot of people expect me or someone in my position to say like, all you got to do is work hard. Like, that's it. Just work hard and everything will be successful. I don't subscribe to any of that. If someone came to me and said, hey, you've been in a screen for 15 years. How are you still alive doing this? I would say communication. Like, I would I would I want I want to give people like tangible advice if. Yeah, but you got to remember too, like your position, your financial position is different from than a lot of other people's. Well, that's true. So you don't have it really starts out as like your 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 living is different than this person's living. Mm-hmm. So you, you can't give them advice anyways. Well, and that's a good point. Right? Yeah. Cause everybody's different. Everybody's uh, different. You know, I have the same thing when people ask me certain things like, and in reality, like I'm not a fan of the hustle entrepreneur cause everyone thinks they're doing it. But the honestly, and this goes to the back to the shops and back to the customers and back to this whole thing is follow through. Mm hmm. Because if you follow through, your credibility rises. If you finish the job, your credibility rises. Right. You control how fast you want to do it, how much you want to do it. Just follow through and finish the job. Mm-hmm. And never use the excuse of, I didn't get paid enough. Yeah, that happens a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or I misquoted the guy and it was more like, don't, there's no excuses. Mm-hmm. Once you quote someone something and... And they say that that's all they're going to pay. You can't mm-hmm. like you can't use. There's no excuses. I okay. I and I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. Like I guess because that would be an excuse I would use. So if I told someone, hey, if someone came to me and wanted a, a dozen shirts, and I said, okay, no problem. You know, I'll get you later. When I say that, like if you give if you give me a deposit, I'm more financially incentivized. I don't think that's also fair to say because I did say that I would do it right. Um, and I think that that happens. You know quite often and i've and one thing that i that bugs me too is when someone does something like they'll do something and they don't like finish it good and then they're like whether you call them out or not on it they're like well they only paid this much for it like that's so that's so bad (laughs) it's the worst that's so bad because again that um i've seen this happen where you'll get you can take a truck to a shop they do not very good work. You get it back incomplete. And then they say, well, I only charge you this much. Another shop would it. 
That's the not fair. second you say that, yeah. your credibility goes out the window. Yeah, for sure. It do, if you said you're going to do something and then for a certain price and then that goes over, you can tell the person like, hey, it went over, you know, da, da, da. But if you agreed on that price mm-hmm. and the customer is like, no, that's the price. Like you're going to have to bite the bullet. Then mm-hmm. that's why you don't give total prices. That's mm-hmm. why it's an hourly thing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, and again, back to the, like the entrepreneur hustle thing, like, like we're both, we both have this mutual feeling about that whole, mm-hmm. that whole thing. Like you, if you, it, it's all depending on how much money you want to make. Mm-hmm. Some people don't want to make this much. Right. You know, like I value my time mm-hmm. more than money. So I look at everything, like how much time is it going to take me? How much money am I going to make from it? And, and yeah, I just, I, I like time more than anything. Right. And so it kind of goes back to what we were talking about a couple episodes ago about the Bear Jackson thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, someone buying a truck for 200,000 and selling it for 230,000 or buying a truck for 40,000 and selling it for 50,000. Like that's basically the same amount. So like you said, you just got to decide, you know, how you want to go about it, how much, you know, I don't want to say effort. Yeah, effort's not the right way to say yeah. it, but basically you, you just have to, you just, it's just like the, the theme of everything we talk about is just have a plan. Even from the, the, the point of view of the, the builder or the, the person who is offering the services, you have to have a plan going into this agreement, you know, mm-hmm. plan it out, plan it out. So that, so, you know, I th- go, going back to this guy's original question and is how long is too long? It just the can't. I don't know, man. Like how that, long is that, too long? So that that's whoops. So that's a thing too, right? So if you go into a shop and you're like, "How much to bag my truck?" They if they don't know, they could say, "We don't know how much it is." It's an hourly thing. Mm-hmm. But time is a diff. They you can give a time. Oh, okay. You might not be able to give like a certain price, mm-hmm. but you can roughly give time. Mm-hmm. You could say like, "It's gonna take me a week," and the shop should know that. Because mm-hmm. a shop, they built charged, a lot of them. Well, they're also charging you hourly. They oh, know mm-hmm. after so long, they know how many hours go into a job. It's just like uh, going to a dealership. A, a, a oil change on the books is, is 0.5. It's a half, it's half an hour. Mm-hmm. But a, a tech can do it in five minutes. Mm-hmm. They still get paid for the half an hour. So if you go into bag a truck, you, the shops start to roughly know you know, or they can take notes or they can do all right. these things and on the books and they can go, Oh yeah. And an LS swap on a square body is going to, you know, it's going to, it's going to run, uh, 180 hours, mm-hmm. give or take. Mm-hmm. So you can tell that person like, yeah, as long as we have all the parts, we could get it done in, in a couple of weeks. Right. If a couple of weeks turn into a year, then, then yeah, you know, so it, it, it really depends on, uh, again, communication. Communicate. Yeah. That's what I'm realizing throughout this conversation is communication and planning on both sides. Because how long does it take to bag a truck? I don't know. <laughs> I've never bagged a truck. <laughs> you know, like it, it depends on the truck. Yeah. You know, well, what and you, that's the thing is like, because that's what you're saying. So like a shop can roughly know how long it's going to take to do something, but they don't know the variables involved. Mm. You know, what about they get your truck up in the air and something is really wrong with it, you know, or. Like they don't, there's unforeseen circumstances, you know, I think that's the variable part of it. Yeah. But that's not, to, but that is also not to say that someone can come to you and say, and that's why you said it would cost between A and B, you know, cause if, if we think, we hope it'll be A, but it might be somewhere. And it goes back to communication mm-hmm. because if something, if something, if there's a hiccup, 
you know, um, especially right, you know, the last couple of years, parts have been a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. You never know when, I, I mean, shoot, you get to be held up a year. I've seen got shops being held up a year or more because of tires, mm-hmm. certain size tires. So, but as long as that shop is, they're just like, if they have to pick up the phone up and say, this is, here's your options. Mm-hmm. This, this, or this. I want this option. Okay. It's got that option. It, it could, we don't know how, until how long we get to get that part. Mm-hmm. But if you go with option a, we can get the part tomorrow and we'll be done next week. Mm-hmm. So again, it's communication, you know, if, if uh, it, yeah, communication, mm-hmm. a plan and being honest too, I think is really important because like being honest with the customer and yourself. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I was exactly about to say. It's like it. And, and I, th- I don't know if you, did you say this earlier in the conversation about it's okay to say no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that. I think that's one of the hardest parts for on the shop side. Or any kind of like meat, like screen printing or, you know, bagging, anything, like anything. anything is being honest enough with yourself and being okay with saying no. I've said no a few times. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. because there are certain things in the video world or photography world that I'm, if you, I was there, like, say someone was like, hey, I want to do this. And I'll be like, look, I'm not very good at that, but I want to learn a little bit more. If you're willing to give me your time, I will give you my time. Mm, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And then mm-hmm. you learn, you learn together. But if yeah. that person is not willing to give you their time because maybe they're a busy person or a busy shop or whatever, mm-hmm. then that's totally different. Yeah. But I'm if, if I'm going to charge someone for something, I better damn well know that I can do that. No, for sure. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah. It's a good point. Knowing what the client wants, customer client wants, and being confident in being able to deliver that. Mm-hmm. in a timely manner in the budget that's communicated with the customer. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. If you walk into somewhere and you're like, God, I don't know about this place. Run. <laughs> you run. <laughs> run. I, yeah. I, I've never, cause had... it's okay to say no as a client too. Oh, that's true. Right. The, and there's another thing that I want to bring up too. Like, uh, it, it's okay to say no as a client. Um, I've also heard this that I, that I think about a lot and I've done it a few times myself and, uh, it's kind of like an abstract thought, but bear with me. So like you can also, as much as like a customer can hire and fire someone to do a a task, the person who's providing that service or task can also do that to the customer because I've fired customers before. Yeah. Just bad customers. Just like they're never satisfied. You guys can't that you guys can't reach that mutual agreement. Mm -hmm. Like there's just some sort of like, you know, breakdown in the communication or breakdown in the in the uh, in the end goal. And you just have to go like, look, you know what? This isn't working out. Yeah, that's a good point. Being able to say no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. As no all the way around. Yeah. Like we're firing a client. Yeah. I've heard that that that's a real term, like firing a customer. Yeah. You know, you don't want to turn down the money. But again, sometimes dealing with certain people takes time. You know, you know how you said, okay, this is also works both ways too, because you know how you said, if you walked into a shop and you got a vibe that works the same thing with a customer if too. they walk into your shop, if you they walk vibe, into your yeah. shop and you get this vibe, like this is going to be a pain. Cause well, it's like you said, it's the time thing, right? Yeah. So if a person comes in and you get this vibe that like, this is going to cost me a lot of time and, and they, and they lay out their plan and you're just like, you know what? I, I can't do this or I can maybe suggest someone else who can do it or just rip say no, like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> we're not like, going to, no. it's not going to work out. No, not going to work out. Where Sometimes I feel like I, I, I've over the years of doing this for so long, like I felt like 
doing that sometimes when, when customers are like, I want to do this. I'm just like, no, no, <laughs> I, I would never, said it. I would never do that, but I've said it to people like, well, Jer- me and Jeremy are friends. So he'll be like, Hey, I have this idea of this. Then I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> He's like, no, he thinks he does anything dumb. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you need to hear that. It, some, sometimes you yeah. need to hear that. Sometimes we all need to hear a little truth, right? Yep. No matter how cool or how smart you think you are, <laughs> sometimes a little truth bomb goes a long way. And that's good. And and uh, good friends will do that for you. You want to hear a truth bomb? You you gave me one time. Oh, really? I would yeah. love to because you give me so. I, no, oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I want to hear this because you give me so many. <laughs> that's because I think I'm so smart. <laughs> So it goes back to this T-shirt when you said, I brought you some T-shirts, uh-huh. right? You know, because you always, you like basically sponsor me. You give me T-shirts. Uh, right. So one time when you were doing a T-shirt for me, I was like, go ahead. If you want one, you're like, nah, I really don't like that one. I'm all, oh, all right. You won't even take a free one. No. Let me. Well, I think I know what you're no, talking about. No, it was about. the mini truck one because you don't. You didn't oh, that's like, right. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, yeah. That's really, really the yeah, right. It wasn't your style. That wasn't really my jam. And then also my soft next level ones. yeah that was that's usually what gets me it's except like, you wear the ones from uh the venomous pinks that's true and i'm gonna wear them on this trip because i've realized that you like them that they're comfortable they are comfortable i but have some, the thing is like i i they're like I, it's funny because those the shirts that you're talking about in particular they're extra large next levels they're great for driving because they're just like comfy and i'm driving yeah i have so um on a big guy scale mm-hmm. you have your 4xl but you have different brands. So all style is a very big fitting 4XL. Mm-hmm. Next level is not a big fitting 4XL. Next oh, level yeah. is like a 3X mm-hmm. all style. So there are shirts that I have that are 4X next levels. Mm-hmm. And now I can wear them. Oh, really? And I'm like, I love these shirts. <laughs> they these, are comfortable. I they mean, are really nice. Here's the but thing. But the Spectras are like a, a pretty nice. Like I think they're they're a pretty happy medium. Yeah. The Spectres are pretty happy medium being soft. And my biggest problem with the next levels is I, I, I like a fitted shirt. And the next levels are great. Fitted up here on the arms, around the chest, fitted, and then just flowy at the bottom. I feel like I'm wearing a dress. Really? Yeah. All right. You're going to have to talk to the, the, the people for a second because I'm going to go get one of my sh- my new shirts. Okay. Since you got to show off yours. All right. I'm going to show off mine. Okay. All right. Great. So talk to them. All right. Oh, going semi-boneless on this one. <laughs> but yeah you could t- i'm gonna have these shirts uh this weekend at lst and i'll have them on the website soon and again for our audio listeners i'm sorry you can't see these you're gonna have to pop over to the youtube channel and uh check them out so we got two new designs we have a couple oh we have a couple new kids designs too um i we we didn't come up with anything new we basically took some of our older designs and just shrunk them down uh in in what <laughs> Uh, large. Yeah. That's why I don't like the extra large next levels. They're too, like I said, I'm going to go on a bit of a rant right now. Okay. I told you about the shirts. Go to, uh, catch us at LST. This, well, LST is going to be over by the time this episode airs. So hopefully you guys swung by LST and picked them up. But, uh, let me rant a little bit about next level t-shirts. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the, uh, the ads like on Instagram and stuff where they're, they call them true tees. And they're basically like advertising them as like they're the the ultimate like guys t-shirt because they're exactly what I described. They're like tight at the top and they're flowy at the bottom. And their whole thing is like, oh, you know, you want to show off your like chest and your your arm muscles, but you got a beer belly and that's going to like, you know, flow over that. 
I, I can't get behind that. I all all I feel like I'm wearing kind of a trash bag. But anyway, yeah, don't fall for that. Because when you see those ads for like, I think they're called like True Classics and there's some other brands that they use. Don't fall for that. Those are just rebranded next level t-shirts. And they're selling them for like a, a crazy price. Like, I don't know exactly how much they're selling them for, but they're like three for like 60 bucks or something like that or more. Those are those are like eight dollar t-shirts. Don't fall for it. Go buy some next levels. What are you telling these people? <laughs> I'm just ranting a little bit about my my disdain for next level t-shirts. The ones that you like to wear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Oh my! Oh Shirt yeah. One. Shirt one. Let me see it. Oh, I like the front. That's cool. Right, so naked surface drew these. Got the front. That's cool. Dang, that's awesome. And that's Zach's uh, from No Regrets, yep. his his Ranger. That's so cool. Came out good, huh? I, I love Well, because Brandon from Fuel Market did this. And I love uh, seeing, like, like prints like this, you know? Because, like, I don't I do not do prints like this. Is, this, is, this is a pretty detailed print. This that is, is like, it's like nine colors. Yeah, it's like nine colors. Because you got all these different blues and... Yeah. And uh, and chromes and grays and stuff, but it looks so cool. And I always love those shirts; they look so good. So, if you're a fan of Rangers and or just this truck in general, uh, those will be on the website. This will be at Monday. Those will be on the website Tuesday. I know. I was like, I was showing off my shirts again, and I was like, Yeah, you can pick these up at the weekend at LST. LST's over. LST's over. It's gone. But you can pick these up at Forbidden. Oh, that yeah, yeah. And, we'll have them at Forbidden. Um, mm-hmm. Mini nets. Mm-hmm. Next one. So I went a little different with this one. This one, Greg, what size was that? The Ranger? Yeah. Was that a large? Uh, it is, yeah. All right. Well, that's yours. Oh, sweet. Are you okay with that one? <laughs> yes, I'm okay, okay with it. It's on a Spectra, so I oh, like yeah. it. So, white GTV, because I'm basic. But then... That's awesome. And this is your OBS truck. This is my OBS truck. And those are those are the wheels that are going going to go on the truck. Yeah, that's so cool, man. I um, love it. Yeah. And see, and so like I was just looking at this one, which is a nine color, you know, yeah. really awesome print. But it's also so cool, like what you can achieve with just two or three colors. And people know? need to think about that when they're doing shirts too, mm-hmm. cost wise. Oh yeah. Like, is extremely different. Oh yeah, for sure. So for sure. But I think. That's sick. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's got little grinders on it. Get it, grinders. Oh, yeah. And again, for our audio listeners, you're going to have to come over to the the YouTube channel, or you just go on the website because again, these will be up on the website oh, yeah. on uh, Tuesday, probably when I get back. So that's yours too. Oh, sweet. Yeah. You get <laughs> Look, it. we're trading. I know. I'm, see? I'm clothing you, and well, you're clothing me. You, I try to give you my shirts sometimes, but you just don't like them. I know. <laughs> I guess the next level. <laughs> the next level. I just, I just like a. You know, the thing about it is, is uh, I guess, you know, um, growing up, you know, I used to, to do a lot of, you know, some some kids growing up, they'll go to, to Macy's or Miller's back in the day or whatever. I used to go to the indoor swap meet. Miller's Outpost, man. <laughs> Miller's Outpost. So I'd go to the indoor swap meet and we'd get, you know, uh, the, the all style shirts back in the day, they called them triple A's, you know, the three, oh, yeah. the, they back in the day, they used to be three for... 10 bucks something like that yeah they were like three for ten so anyway so that's why i like them they just again again it's like it's like the nissan it's like the obs truck i put on that and i just i don't know i'm just kidding i'm just bullshitting at this point 
<laughs> it's time to go. We it is. Yeah, what time it is, is it? It is time to go. It's ten o'clock. I still have to put these t-shirts out of the boxes. Got to load, and the load hoodies, a few more things. Load a few more things. And and hit the road. We oh, got and upload this podcast. Yeah, yeah. This is this is going. This is technically I, I, we could upload this in the hotel this weekend, but I don't want to chance it. Yeah, it takes the internet like it. It sucks it up. These are. Big I, files. I'm excited about this one to go from here to there. I'm not going to review it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is this straight, is straight this is straight up. to video. Yeah, and we're apologize for the audio in the last couple of episodes. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We yeah we had a little bit of issues. We had to update firmware and the. Firmware didn't tell us what, how to do it, and we don't know what we're yeah, doing. We don't know what we, we're we, doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's our so, MO. Yeah. All right. We're out of here. Yeah. Later. We'll see you next time. Hopefully, we saw everybody at LST this weekend, last weekend. And wait, this is Monday. Mm-hmm. We're giving away the. We are. The AccuWare on Tuesday? Tuesday when I. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be crazy. So, right now, it's it's currently Tuesday. Um, we, we're going to LSD this weekend. I'm not going to get home until next Tuesday. So I'm like going to get home and that evening we'll do yeah. the, the AccuWear giveaway. And, and we might have to bump it to the second, depending on how, how if that's you're awake true. or not. So yeah, that's true. Just follow our Instagram, follow uh, our Instagram, see when we're going to do it. But that is happening next this week, yeah. sometime this week. And we will be announcing what we're giving away next. Oh, we we're going to, we're going to pounce on Seth this weekend. And okay. uh, figure it out. I was supposed Seth, to go. I was supposed Swiss to go down. Suspension, the yep. the main sponsor of, of this podcast. Yep. I was supposed to go down there today. I just ran out of time. But oh, exciting. Yeah. Everything's exciting. Yeah. All right. We got to go. All right. Later. Bye. Bye. That was great. That was cool.